This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to Good Neighbor Podcast, episode number 157, and today it's Hibernian Private School. Yes, we're in school. It's a school session. And I have two awesome folks from Hibernian. We have Lisa Herman, the chief administrator, and we have Nikki Scarpacci, who is the headmaster. Thanks for having us today. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. And I know our listeners want to know all about the school. So let's start there. So we are a boutique college preparatory school. And we chose that word boutique because it's a familiar word in the hotel and retail industries and really implies this high quality, personalized experience, uh, probably a smaller atmosphere, and it's maybe family owned, which we are. So um, it fits our school model really well. Uh, We have uh, classes for grades six through 12. And one of the key parts of our school is that we are very small. Our classroom sizes, you know, range from sometimes as few as two students up to 10 to 12 students. This is a whole different setting than you're used to in a traditional uh, school. Um, This really allows us to offer an unparalleled level of individualized learning. So students aren't getting lost in the back of the classroom. Um, Course materials can be adapted to each student's learning styles and what their passions are even. Um, We have an abbreviated schedule, so our students are in school from 8 to 1230 every day instead of all the way till the afternoon. Um, And this schedule really allows our students to pursue other extracurricular passions outside of their academics. But really a huge part of who we are is, like I said, we're family owned and operated. And really the sense of family is a cornerstone of the Hibernian vision. Um, That's how Nikki and I run the school every day. Um, Our team of educators are here to work and create this really safe and supportive family-like atmosphere for our students to learn and grow. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> Thank oh, you. <laughs> talk about attention and, and help kids. Barb, my wife, she was a school teacher and uh, she saw it firsthand, you know, and she, she went out of her way to make sure kids didn't get lost in the class. But when you have classrooms, 20, 25, 30 kids, it's yeah. just just the way it goes. Absolutely. It's a hard, hard time to be a teacher. There's so much and teachers care so passionately about their students and they want to give that extreme level of personalization and get to know each of their students. And it's just almost not possible in these 30 plus classroom sizes. Wow. Wow. Now, my personal view has always been for what it's worth, which is nothing. Uh, <laughs> a lot of waste in the school day. And I love that schedule of yours. And you covered it, you know, because of the larger classroom size, you, you, you forget how 
much time is lost mm-hmm. to you know take care of everyone and um and then you know changing classes and it's you know herd of kids and, exactly. and all that stuff. so yeah you guys accomplish a lot in a short period of time right absolutely yes we use our time very productively every day and i guess the kids aren't exhausted then i mean i remember i i think i went to school i mean uh, oh yeah <laughs> i mean but my yes. goodness you know my, one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon. You were just like, you know, yeah, hello, right? Yeah, yeah. You have lunch and you feel that like kind of ready for nap time. So we yeah. we miss that part of it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And the brain's more apt to uh, learning, and you know, it's not fatigued in the morning, which is probably I. I'm not quoting a study or anything, but my guess is that's the perfect learning time. Absolutely. Yeah, we've really noticed that students are much more focused in this shorter yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Well, how about you mentioned the extracurricular activities? What kinds of activities uh, do the kids do? Yeah, we have um, students involved in just all kinds of different things. We have a number of high performance athletes. Um, in tennis, hockey, sailing. We have students that are um, pursuing passions in the arts through theater and acting and music. Um, And then we also have students who are really excited to get some on-the-job experience and they go and get a part-time job and really learn and grow from um, entering a professional environment before they're heading off into their college years. Yeah, which I think, again, is so valuable. I mean, to to just kind of, it's almost like blindfolded playing darts. You know, I think mm-hmm. I want to be an X, right? Well, mm-hmm. but you've never spent an hour in that world. So you get a chance to really experience and what it's about, right? Absolutely, yes. Before you, you know, write a check for six figures for a college education, you may have to <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of flush down the toilet because, well, I decided to do something else. Exactly, yes. So how did you guys get into the teaching world? Well, we had this like really great idea of creating an environment of high quality education, um, as Lisa was saying earlier, just for students who didn't fit that traditional model in school. Kids who maybe were getting lost in the back of the classroom, needed that flexible schedule, were seeking more of a family-like atmosphere. Um, It was really through that concept that um, we wanted to be able to provide each student this safe learning environment, not just this time during this pandemic, but a place where no matter what the day brings, that the students are feeling respected and cared for and heard every day. So it was with that vision that we decided to build this great program. And how long have you guys been doing this? Well, we're part of this school, Hibernian, for just one year together. Um, The school was founded in 2001, and the woman who started it just retired after um, the 2018-2019 school year. So um, came under new ownership, and Nikki joined us here to lead the charge um, with her extensive background of education and child services. Um, So... It kind of just was a perfect little match, but we're just getting ready to start into our second school year together. Very cool. Very cool. So what about uh, myths in the private school world? What do you guys hear uh, that you can share with us? 
Um, well, you know, the biggest myth in education in general, whether you're in private school or you're in public school, is this idea and concept of needing tons of homework. As you know, you either get it as a child and you, or you don't. And what we've seen is that when children get it, homework either becomes busy work for them at home or it becomes something for them to really struggle with and try to teach themselves at home. So what we've done is we really focused our attention on really giving them the skills and the tools necessary while they're here with us so that they can focus on review and reading and stuff along that nature while they're at home versus having to have loads of homework, especially with these extracurricular passions. Yeah. Well, I love that. <laughs> Our kids do too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And parents, it's a relief to know that your child can come home and have a little bit of life outside of school. And there's a lot of stress in the household mm -hmm. related to homework. Again, like Nikki said, if kids don't get it and you send them home homework, what are they supposed to do? It ends up being a parent's job to try to help them through a geometry technique that they haven't learned in, you know, years. Um, and that's, that's not really learning. That's trying to figure something out the best you can to submit something. So it really um, allows our kids, again, to focus and be really productive and efficient in the school time and have their questions answered by the educator than having to go home and try to, you know, piece it together themselves. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That homework thing happens all the time. And mom and dad become the teachers and, yeah. you know, on top of everything else they have going on. and Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So what are you guys doing when you're not teaching, when you're not at the school? What are you doing for fun? <laughs> That's uh, Free time is not something we have abundance of, either of us, but um, partially because education is a lifelong journey. There's always something new. You know, we're constantly out there researching, trying to learn new things ourselves, absorb new teaching techniques, um, new ways to present, you know, material that we've been presenting in schools for years, uh, new perspectives to consider. So, um, you know, we do a lot of that. And the other thing, I guess, when we do actually have some free time, we're both very close to our families, both locally and around the country. And any free moment we have is really um, focused on trying to spend time with them. Good, good. Mm. How about, you know, I, typically we uh, we talk about hardships here, and I'm, I'm sure COVID has had, uh, you know, <laughs> been a challenge yeah. at least. <laughs> You want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, the whole country went into this mad role of uh, having to switch from being traditional face-to-face -to, -face to online very quickly. And, you know, it was a huge adjustment, but I was so proud of how our campus here handled that. Um, our students continued their education on a daily basis, attending live classes in 35-minute increments um, with a live teacher every single day. So although we were not face-to-face -face physically with them, we were face-to-face -face with them virtually for every single class um, during the COVID situation. So not only did my teachers, our teachers, mm -hmm. really work hard and diligently to make sure that the curriculum was 
up to standard and making sure that they were continuing like the daily lectures, the discussions, uh, presentations from the students. They also were just amazing in handling our students' mental and emotional stress during that time from going from being with their peers and their friends to really being stuck at home. And, you know, that brought a lot of stress for everybody. But our main goal was we wanted to make sure our parents weren't left to educate their children on their own, uh, while also, you know, managing the demands of life, of moving to working at home, to having potential job loss, and of course, worrying about the safety of their loved ones. And I'm just really proud of what we did here during that time. Right, right. Well, one thing you wish our listeners knew about the school, what would that be? I think that, um, you know, one way to think about the school is we're not an alternative school, we, but we are an alternative to traditional schools. And, you know, that is really important to us um, that people understand all these unique aspects of our school that we've talked about, the schedule, the individuality of our, our education. Um, we are a school for students who just haven't found a home. They haven't found a great place to shine. Um, we take family culture and individuality very seriously here. And, you know, at the end of the day, yes, we're here to educate students, but we're here to help grow these young individuals into really successful, happy adults. And um, so we really approach our students uh, as a, a full person, not just we're here to be your educators. And what, what area do they come from? We have students, um, Fort Myers area for sure, but we have students as far as Naples, you know, Bonita Springs, Estero that come up here to our school in Fort Myers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how can I? Yeah, true. Yeah, actually, that's a really great point. I mean, we have students all over the world, a couple um, individuals from Canada, you know, Israel. We've had French, English. English, Yeah. Brings a yeah. really fun group of kids together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering. I could, I could so see you guys really drawing outside of the typical borders. Yeah, Neat. yeah. Wow, you are uh, quite a gem. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, how can our listeners learn more? So they can visit our website, uh, hibernianprivateschool.com. H-I-B-E-R-N-I-A-N. Um, but if that's hard to find, 239-274-9600. And I will be there to answer the phone and help answer any questions and find out if Hibernian is a fit for their student. Ter- terrific. Well, Lisa and Nikki, really appreciate you spending the time. Wish you the absolute best. And, uh, Really, uh, yeah, yeah. you've opened my eyes to the way education could be, dare I say, should be. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so good for you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.